Welcome to English Through History. If you enjoy the content, please subscribe or leave us a review. It helps us to create more content and is appreciated by our small team here. The concept of manifest destiny is one very familiar to our American audience. As tied to the formation of early America and the ideals of liberty, freedom and equality, manifest destiny is a fascinating concept that has inspired many a person to strive to better themselves and their nation. However, amongst the many people that share those ambitions, one man controversially took the concept of manifest destiny and attempted to alter the course of the United States of America and Central America and shape them to his liking. William Walker, a 19th century American filibusterer, adventurer and mercenary, is remembered as a controversial and ambitious figure who sought to establish his own empire in Central America. Born on May 8, 1824 in Nashville, Tennessee, Walker's life was marked by a relentless pursuit of power and a series of audacious exploits that ultimately led to his demise. In today's episode, we'll be examining his story, one of political intrigue, military conquests, and the quest for personal glory during a turbulent period in Central American history. William Walker grew up in a politically charged environment, witnessing the social and economic transformations that characterized the South. He was a precocious child, displaying intellectual prowess at an early age. Walker attended the University of Nashville and later studied medicine at the University of Edinburgh in Scotland. Despite his medical training, Walker's interests lay more in law and journalism, and he subsequently pursued those fields upon his return to the United States. He worked as a lawyer for a short time, although he moved to become co-owner and editor of the New Orleans Crescent and later the San Francisco Herald in 1849. His time in San Francisco was difficult and his confrontational nature and social views led him take it to take part in three duels, two of which he was injured in. Walker's political ambitions began to emerge during the 1840s and he became involved in various editorial roles for newspapers in New Orleans and Nashville. He was drawn to the issues of the day, including the debate over slavery and the expansion of American influence. As tensions rose between the North and the South, Walker's pro-Southern sentiments became increasingly pronounced. He started at this time to show leanings towards occupying parts of Central America in order to create new slave states, and this move was supported by the now infamous Knights of the Golden Circle, a group of influential Southern pro-slavery members that envisioned a territory in Central America which included Mexico, Cuba, and most of the Caribbean islands that would become the Golden Circle, basically a new country independent of the abolitionist parts of the fledgling USA. In 1853, Walker embarked on his first filibustering expedition to Mexico. Filibustering referred, referred to the unauthorized military expeditions often carried out by private individuals with the aims of fermenting revolution or expanding territory. With a force of 45 men, Walker sought to support a faction in the ongoing conflicts in Baja, California. But his venture was short-lived and he was forced to retreat, partly due to fear for his life and the legal challenges against his venture. In 
Undeterred by his initial failure, Walker turned his attention to Nicaragua, a nation in the midst of political instability and conflict. In 1855, he arrived in the country with a small private army of around 200 men, and this was to support one of the warring factions. However, Walker had grander ambitions than merely serving as a mercenary. Walker's military acumen and cunning strategies quickly earned him the favour of one of the factions, and he soon found himself in a position of significant influence. In 1856, he orchestrated a coup, effectively taking control of Nicaragua and installing himself as the de facto president. As per his convictions, he sought to repeal the anti-slavery laws in the country and gain support from southern US states. His rule, however, was met with opposition from neighbouring countries and internal factions, who became very concerned with the militant direction Walker was taking, fearing his ambitions would spill over to the greater region. Walker's self-proclaimed presidency was recognised by the Pierce administration in the US, attracting both support and condemnation. While some saw him as a champion of American expansionism, Others viewed him as a reckless adventurer destabilizing Central America. The neighboring Central American countries, particularly Costa Rica and Honduras, formed a coalition against Walker's regime. The international community's opposition, combined with the internal strife, led to Walker's gradual decline. In the early months of 1857, the situation reached a boiling point. Walker's ambitions collided with Costa Rica's commitment to resist what they perceived as an imperialistic threat. The catalyst for open conflict came when Walker's forces clashed with Costa Rican troops in the town of Rivas. There were two major encounters. The first was the Battle of Santa Rosa, fought on March 20, 1856. And this was the culmination of months of tension between Walker's filibuster regime and the Costa Rican forces. The location near the Costa Rican border was strategically significant as both sides sought to gain control over key territories. Walker's advanced mercenary forces, mainly German or French, arrogant and battle-hardened from previous engagements, faced a determined Costa Rican army. They had marched long and set up a poor camp with very few sentries stationed around. This allowed the Costa Rican forces to ambush them and force a retreat. The entire battle actually took around 14 minutes. The aftermath of the Battle of Santa Rosa saw a significant blow to Walker's aspirations in Central America. The defeat dealt a severe blow to his military reputation and highlighted the resilience of regional opposition to foreign intervention. The second battle was in 1857 which was called the Second Battle of Rivas, the first being a little-known battle previously. And he faced a combined military force from Central American nations under the overall leadership of the Costa Ricans, and he was defeated. The battle was fought against the Costa Rican forces under the control of the president's brother, Jose Mora, and his brother-in-law, General Canas. After hearing about the loss previously to his advance force, Walker decided to abandon his stronghold in Nicaragua and meet the Costa Rican forces in the field. The Costa Rican army quickly occupied the area 
and Walker was forced to attack his previous stronghold. There were many skirmishes and eventually the Costa Rican forces drove Walker back. Despite initially escaping capture, Walker made several attempts to regain power, but these proved futile. He surrendered to the US Navy in 1857 and returned to the United States. Walker's appetite for adventure remained unquenched, and he soon planned a second expedition to Nicaragua. In 1860, he set sail with a small force, but this time he faced a more organized opposition. The old enemy, the Costa Rican forces, with support from other Central American nations, engaged Walker's filibuster in battle. The conflict culminated in Walker's capture by the British Navy in Trullo, Honduras. After being captured, Walker was handed over to the Honduran authorities, who quickly put him on trial for his actions in Central America. In 1860, William Walker was executed by firing squad. He was 36 years old. His death marked the end of a tumultuous chapter in Central American history and underscored the perils of filibustering as a means of achieving imperial ambitions. William Walker's legacy remains a subject of historical debate. Some view him as a misguided adventurer whose actions caused unnecessary suffering in Central America, while others see him as a symbol of American manifest destiny and the pursuit of individual ambition. Walker's exploits were not isolated incidents, as filibustering continued to be a part of American history in the 19th century, although increasingly frowned upon by the US government. The life of William Walker is a captivating tale of ambition, adventure, and the consequences of unchecked power. His filibustering expeditions in Mexico and Nicaragua reflect the geopolitical complexities of the time and the often tumultuous relationship between the US and its Central American neighbors. Walker's story serves as a cautionary tale about the dangers of unilateral military interventions and the impact of individual ambitions on the broader canvas of international relations. <laughs>